Come on, tonight all across this place, would you stand with us as we worship tonight? We're going to sing joy to the world. Come and join us. We sing. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing.
Wow, it's so good to see you here tonight. You who are joining us online. It's so good to have you. It's a beautiful night. I want you to lift your voice. I want you to sing louder than you normally do. I want you to sing these amazing words and let it be a reality for us. Let's sing together.
Jesus a hand clap of praise in this place. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you for worshiping with us. For a moment, will you just be seated? great group gathered here. I know many are joining us online. We welcome you. We know that you can feel the Lord's presence right where you are, and we're thankful for that. I just wanted to share a few minutes tonight and remind us that in the Christmas story, as you know, second chapter of Luke, he describes how the degree, decree had been given by Caesar Augustus that everyone should be taxed and they had to return to their hometown. Well, this couldn't have been a more inconvenient time in the life of Joseph and Mary for this to happen. They were engaged. Mary was very pregnant with Jesus. And I love, though, this part of the story right here, this part right here, because... For each one of us, it has significance. It lets us know that even in the unwanted, most difficult parts of life, the things that catch us by surprise, the things that seem impossible, we can know that the plan of God is still very much in place. We can know that he's still at work in all things. Even in the midst of difficult circumstances, even under the rule of an evil empire that was out to serve its own self-interests, the plan of God was being fulfilled. Can you say amen? That gives me great hope tonight. God's covenant, his promise to redeem and reconcile the world to himself was going to happen. And it was going to happen exactly as God had said. And it did. Jesus was born. He was born the Messiah. Messiah, which means the anointed one. Now, in the Old Testament, the anointed ones were uh, the prophets, the priests, and the kings. We understand what prophet is because prophets are anointed to bring the word of God to the people. Jesus was the word given for all people. John wrote in his gospel, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. In his essence, Jesus was God. He was God, but in his appearance, he became man. He came and stepped in our place, to feel our pain, to know our struggles, that we would have a God we could identify with, not some far-off God who watches us from a distance. That's not the God we serve. He is Emmanuel. He is God with us. Jesus even said, he said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He came to show us the Father himself 
and his love. He is the anointed prophet, the living word. Are you thankful for that tonight? But Jesus is also the king. And I know there are kings, but Jesus is not a lowercase k king. That would mean he's the king of a select people group or a geographical area. No, 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 no. <laughs> he is not an appointed, limited time monarch. He can't be voted out because he wasn't voted in. <laughs> he is the uppercase K king of all lowercase kings. And if you leave with one truth tonight, just one, I hope that it is that, that we serve the king of all kings. And just like Pastor Ron preached on Sunday, all of the lesser kings don't know it maybe, but they are serving the purposes of the one king who is on the throne, seated in heavenly places. Paul wrote in Philippians 2.9, Wherefore God has also highly exalted him and has given him a name that's above every name. Now we know that name because the angel Gabriel named him at the gender reveal. You remember that? Gabriel said, his, his name shall be called Jesus. And of his kingdom, we can rejoice tonight, get a praise ready. I feel like my husband when I said that, <laughs> he always says that. Get a shout ready because of his kingdom, there shall be no end. Amen? Amen. I'm excited about that. But Jesus is, is our high priest. It's really difficult to choose, you know, a favorite role or office of Jesus because each responsibility, each one is so necessary for our redemption and our hope. But I want us to focus for the next few minutes on this role of high priest because priests in the Old Testament carried out that sacrificial system. It was a system for atoning for the sins of the people. It was an act that had to be done over and over because the sins were never cleansed. They were simply covered for yet another year. Jesus was the fulfillment of the new covenant. As our high priest, he himself came and offered himself because the law and the commandments were helpless, helpless to help us. They stopped so short of being able to cleanse, but the blood of the perfect sacrifice, the Lamb of God, Jesus, washed our sins away and brought us right into the presence of God. And that's where Jesus is even now. He's seated at the right hand of God. And the Bible says, tonight he's there praying for you. He's praying for me. That's what the word says. He's there and he's ever interceding to the Father for us, his children. Tonight, we're about to remember that life-giving sacrifice. We're going to remember his love. We're going to remember the price that he paid in his own body. We're going to remember the grace, the mercy, the compassion, the desire to be our 
Emmanuel. There's really only one requirement to participate, but it is the all-important decision on which salvation hinges. There's a peace with God that we all can find at only one place, and that's at Calvary. Mercy there, the songwriter wrote, mercy there was great, and grace was free. If you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, then you don't have peace with God. And he gave his only son that you could have that. If you're feeling that call, that tug, you feel that emptiness, maybe you're hearing this story somehow for the first time, it's entirely possible. I want you to know that just a simple decision, a sincere decision of your heart, putting your faith in Jesus and what he's done for us, changes your life forever. Here and in eternity. So right now I wanna ask you, if that's you, whether you're here in this room, you're watching online, would you just bow your heads? Could we all just bow our heads together I'm going to say a prayer, and I want you to, everyone to repeat it after me. There's no magic formula, but the Word says that we, when we confess our sins, we confess our need of Jesus, and we put our trust in Him. He is faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us. If we confess our need of him and believe in our hearts that God raised him from the dead, that, this, that Christmas was the beginning of that plan being fulfilled in front of our eyes, then you will be redeemed. So let's all bow our heads and will you pray this prayer with me? Dear Jesus, I come to you tonight a sinner in need of a Savior. I believe that you were born to die for me. I need you, Jesus. Please wash me. Cleanse my sin. Make me a brand new person in you. I thank you for your sacrifice. I thank you for dying on the cross for me and rising again that I could be reunited in fellowship with my Father God. Thank you that you are Emmanuel. You're my Emmanuel. God with us. I commit my life to you. I receive your power through salvation to live this life. until I see you face to face. Thank you, Jesus. In your name I pray. Amen. 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 Could we just give Jesus praise tonight? Come on, from your heart. He was born to reconcile. He was born to redeem, to be the peacemaker. He gives us peace with God, first and foremost. He gives us peace with ourselves, which is very important. And he gives us peace with others. 
He is the Prince of Peace. This might be your first communion. It could be your first time in a long time. And it could be that you can't even remember how many times you've been blessed and privileged to come to the table of the Lord. But no matter who you are and where you find yourself tonight in those groups, I just remind us that Jesus just said, do this and remember me. We want you all to take a minute to prepare the elements that you received. If you didn't receive them when you came in, this would be a great time to just raise a hand and let our ushers, they're ready to serve you. But we're just going to sing this, these choruses again as you and your family prepare the elements. Let's sing, Christ is the Lord. Sing it. Christ is the Lord, oh praise His name forever, His Before we take communion, I just want to say this. I don't, I not only want us to remember his sacrifice, his love, but for just a moment, even if you have to close your eyes to do it, I want us to try to remember the very first time that you remember feeling the love of God in your heart. The first time. Go back to that place. Go back to that day, that night. I remember exactly where I was. Let it bring a rush of gratitude, oh God, for us, for that amazing day and night when we first realized that we were loved with an everlasting love. We thank you. We thank you. 
And with that in mind, let's be reminded that on the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and he gave thanks. And when he had blessed it, he broke it and he gave it to his disciples. He said, take, eat, this is my body broken for you. Do it in remembrance of me. Let's eat together. In the same way, he took the cup and said, this cup is the New Testament, the new covenant in my blood. Drink this in remembrance of me. Drink together. Thank you, Lord. Now in your own words, right where you are, could you just say thank you? However you want to say it. However you want to praise him. Let's just take a moment. Let's not leave this moment here before we say thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. How we love you. How we thank you. How we thank you. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. It washes white as snow. Thank you for peace with God. Thank you for peace with ourselves. Thank you for peace with others. Thank you, Lord. As you remain seated and set that cup aside, would you just take your candle and in just a moment we'll begin our candle lighting.
Unprecedented. That's the word they use to describe this year. It's just a fancy word that means we've never seen this before. Maybe this year left you feeling alone. Maybe your heart is weary and disappointed. You might feel lost or broken beyond repair. Perhaps you felt that way long before this year. If you find yourself in that place this Christmas season, you're in good company. It was on a night much like this. All those years ago. When the world felt the same way. Humanity was lost, hurting, searching, weary and broken, seemingly beyond repair. But brokenness isn't unprecedented to God. He's seen it all before. To a weary world on its darkest night, the angel cried, Behold, I bring you good news of great joy. For today, in the city of David, a Savior has been born. And he shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Prince of Peace, Emmanuel. God is with us. He's with you. Unprecedented hurt called for an unprecedented gift. A savior. A savior who took on our pain. Our mess. Our sin. So that on your worst day, you might be weary. But you're not alone. You might feel lost. But he sees you. You might be confused. But he knows. You might be broken. But never beyond repair. In this dark year when good news and great joy only seem to grow farther out of reach, the light of the world came to be with you. He is with you. Would you stand with us now? This name be upon and a thousand generations and your family and your children children and their children may his favor be upon you and a thousand generations in your family and your children and their children and their children may his favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children Children, may His favor be upon you and a thousand generations, and your family, and your children, and their children, and their children, may His blessings flow before you and behind you and beside you.
this beautiful sight, the blessing of being able to be together tonight in your homes, the presence of God surrounding you. This is his word. What we've just sung is his word over us. Let's walk in that blessing and covenant relationship with him more than ever before because his coming is soon. Amen. Amen. You can extinguish your candle now. Thank you for being a part of this worship experience. And Pastor Barry is coming to share some final thoughts tonight. God bless you. Well, if you were like me, you were holding your candle and you couldn't really clap at the end of that song. So I think it would be appropriate now if you could just set that candle aside and let's give praise to God with our hands, with our voices again one more time. Aren't you thankful for Christmas? Aren't you thankful that Jesus is God, Emmanuel, and that his promises are true? Give the highest and best praise tonight to Jesus. He's the one and only King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Well, why don't you be seated for just a moment? And weren't you, weren't you thankful for our creative team? Pastor Kelly, the message, everything tonight was just in theme. Let's show our appreciation for this team. They have worked hard on this. Both campuses have been knocking it out of the park today. What a great team we have. Hey, we are excited you're here. I can see a, a, a large crowd has shown up here, but I know there's even a larger crowd online tonight that are watching. We uh, had started putting together these packets, trying to guess how many people may come, and we had pickups all day long, and we ran out of adult packets this afternoon as people were coming. We made more packets, got more packets together so that people could be a part. So let's thank everybody that's joining us online. This is just a, a, the tip of the iceberg this evening here. There may be some distance and some separation that we've gone through in this season, but we are still a church and we're a family and we are grateful that you are here tonight, whether you are online or in person. And God has great things in store as we look at 2021. Hey, we are looking at the last week of the year now. We're moving into this Christmas season right into the end of the year. We want to make you aware of a few things. This weekend, we're going to celebrate church online together as families. And so you're going to have an opportunity on Saturday night at 6, Sunday morning at 9 and 11 uh, to just gather around your family. You might have some family from out of town. It would be a great time to get them together. There's going to be special music. Uh, you'll hear some specials from Brian Nira. There's a specially recorded message by Pastor Ron. And I know you're going to want to take part in that. We want to make sure you are aware that we won't be on campus that day. So if you show up uh, the morning, Sunday morning this week, you're going to have a, a lonely time in the parking lot if you come. But you can watch it online on your phone there in the car. Hey, but we are excited about what is coming in the new year. Uh, Pastor Ron introduced the idea of the comeback season. You're going to hear all about that over the next couple of weeks as we get ready to move into January. And we're going to give you opportunity to get involved in a small group component in a new and special way that I think is going to launch us into some amazing things that are happening in 2021 as we move forward. Well, you have been faithful all year. You have one more week to give in this calendar year. There are several ways you can give tonight. You can give online. You can give in the buckets at the back as you leave tonight. Uh, take note of the different ways that you can give by the end of the year. But it's through your faithful giving that we really have the opportunity to fulfill the vision and mission of this church. 
to serve neighbors and nations. And you have knocked it out of the park again this year. Just be generous in this season. And I know God is going to be generous to us even as we're generous in our giving. So let's stand uh, this evening. We've come to the end of this Christmas service. We've had an opportunity to lift our voices, to be encouraged by the message of the night. To, to really participate in that communion element. And now we're going to have an opportunity to close our time with prayer as we head into Christmas. Lord, I thank you that you are God with us. You are Emmanuel. And we remember that tonight, God, even as we partook of communion, God, even as we were reminded of the promises that are included with you coming and doing what you did in the life that you live, God. I thank you that we can go forth in confidence in this season, knowing that you are God with us. Lord, I pray for each family gathered here in the room and online. I pray for safety over these next few weeks, God, as people are celebrating on different days. I think you're going to bring us back together strong in the new year, God. And I thank you that you have good things in store for us as we go forward. And we thank you for that blessing as we go forward tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Merry Christmas, everybody. Happy New Year.